0: Hey guys, welcome to Debrief after our episode with Alexis Ohanian. David, Alexis has been on our list for a while to get on the podcast. It took a couple of months to make this happen, but now here it is. Did not disappoint. This guy's like, I don't know, the mayor of the internet. It's kind of like, (laughs) he's got sort of, he's just great at this stuff. He understands Mm -hmm. the community fabric of how to, like of why, of why the internet is so cool, why it's culturally significant, why it's important, why people enjoy it, like everyday users enjoy it. And he built that into Reddit, I think because he was a user in Web1, right? He saw all of these forums and uh, these, these different you know, chat, chat materials. He's like, well, what if we sort of condense that, leave it permissionless, leave it open, and that's what Reddit will be. And now he sees the same thing in uh, Web3. And, uh, you know, look, he's got, he's got a great life. He's got, you know, fantastic young family. He's married to Serena Williams. He's very like wealthy. He's been very successful. He could just like, I don't know, post a few things on Twitter and kind of retire, but he's chosen not to. And I think part of it is it's not the money. I don't think that's what drives him it's the excitement of oh wow it's the early days again we're all the way back to the early 2000s when i was building this reddit thing that's the same energy he sees and uh, that that definitely came through in our conversation
1: yeah I, I think he sees that this internet thing is this one grand experiment that we are very much in the early days of like this whole internet experiment that we're that we're working on uh, I and, like, and I and I've had this like thought come to me before as well, and he said it on the podcast. Is like this whole like Web two thing, just like a weird, weird and uh, anomaly on a very much more grand trajectory of this whole internet thing. That's cool. like the the time of the internet pre private keys pre crypto is gonna be such like a, a weird place to reflect upon in fifty years. Like, hey guys, remember when we had the internet but we didn't have crypto yet? Like <laughs> that, think about how crazy that was. And I yeah. think that's what Alexis O'Hanian really sees in like the the longest time time horizons. It's just like the time where you logged into your account with an email and a password, like God, that was nuts. Remember when we when we remember when we gave away all of our data? for Shut free? up, Grandpa. That's so dumb. <laughs> People didn't really do that, did they? Back in my day, <laughs> I had to give my my data straight to Mark Zuckerberg.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's really an element of that, and that that's mm-hmm. a really cool um, insight. I think I think he called Web two a blip a few Mm -hmm. times i hope that's what it is not to say i mean reddit was part of web 2 and it's sort of it's 2.5 it's sort of well it's sort of it was was two with three properties it was it was two before it got things got all weird things got all like corrupted and Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah or maybe it's like less (laughs) than two it's like it's like one reddit 1.5 or it had the it it had the two level of good ux and good polishing but it was still the one point the the web one principles yeah but also also web one principles and web three principles are like the same principles reddit still doesn't feel
0: like it's trying to suck out your soul even like of all the social media tools that that i use like Reddit Reddit is definitely one of my favorite. It feels like the purest. It feels like the original Mm -hmm. web one. At least it used to. I'm starting to get vibes of it, you know, clamping down a little bit more and becoming a bit more of a platform. But like Reddit, Mm -hmm. you know, in the 2010s was much more pure than like the Facebooks of the world. Twitter still has an element of that too, an element of that purity. Mm -hmm. But like Mm -hmm. I, I don't see it in other
1: social media platforms. Yeah, Reddit reminds me of like Kevin Owaki's regenerative finance meme as opposed to degenerative finance, where like the, the, core principles of of that this meme is that like when you participate in something your externalities are inherently positive Mm -hmm. and so in reddit communities just by showing up and leaving a comment in the daily saying hi to everyone is just like your your presence there is automatically like boosting the community boosting the vibrancy of that community and so like it's very hard you have to be really intentional about sucking value out of reddit because like just merely showing up and posting some very basic comment on some post that interests you adds to the vibrancy of culture so it's just like you know one more community member in the DAO, like one more person buying the token it's just like another way to just like your your existence your mere existence is a net value add in reddit it totally and uh it feels very much like the real world in that way like Mm. i
0: I think it's uh i think it's really cool well one thing he kept returning to uh, a comment he made i must have made two or three times was hey if it worked in web two how much more is it going to work in web three when when no no it was if it worked
1: without ownership exactly then then with ownership it'll work even more that's 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 better if it works if it worked without ownership
0: what's it going to do with ownership and he kept coming Mm -hmm. back to this and it just seems so obvious to him to see a world that oh my god people were doing reddit just for like karma and and kudos Mm -hmm. and um for like funsies and they didn't Mm -hmm. actually own the output of the thing they were kind of in a way working for a soulless corporation Mm -hmm. uh which is what many of these social media uh, companies have become Mm. and if they're willing to give their work away for free how about when they get paid and when they become entrepreneurs and they're not so much workers but they're like able to open a um a shop you know, on some, on some street, um, corner and, and they own it. They own the upside of everything that they, they throw into the shop, you know, that, so it just seems so self-evident to him. And he kind of define redefined UX a little bit, right? Which is like, well, web two actually has really, really terrible UX. Why? Because I don't own my Twitter profile, man. I can't export my, my social graph from I'm locked in. That's terrible UX. So I guess not from a, the way we generally define user experience is like, um, you know, is it, can I click on the things and you know is it intuitive and that sort of thing, but not being able to own the work that you are pouring into this thing when you spend hours a day doing it, like that's terrible UX, isn't it? So it was really cool to see him just come out and say, this is just obvious to me and um that's why i'm here that's why i want to get ahead of it
1: yeah i do think there's an interesting uh, parallel behind like all the people making value and contributing to reddit and therefore receiving the karma like it's a it's a a site-wide joke on reddit it's like oh why are we here oh we're here to you know fish for magic internet points (laughs) like you know know, fake, fake internet uh you know karma points but that's like a little bit of what we're doing in Web three is just yeah. like we're just making our DAO token price like go up. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, what are we doing here? Oh, we're just making magic internet money. Yeah. But the difference is like you know you can ex- in Web three you can export your karma and sell it on Uniswap. Exactly. But also that also fun and like this is I'm gonna put on the hat of just like the crypto the typical crypto skeptic or crypto hater. Do you get the same emergent behaviors when the value of your upvotes actually has a financial result like all all of a sudden like what 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 does yield farming look like when it's when karma is actually has a monetary value and people are just farming reddit to extract that value to put money in their pocket like does that actually destroy this the incentive structure that reddit is currently based on like if karma was actually money would reddit work I, i i'm not sure that we can just unequivocally say, like yes, to that question.
0: Yeah, you know what? It, it kind of reminds me of. So, so first of all, I agree, and this is why I think think a Reddit of the future has to look a little bit differently. But, but the argument you just made kind of reminds me of. There's this. Um, I think he's a be- behavioral um, psychologist or sociologist or something. Uh, his name is Dan Areali. I read a number of books from him, and he he makes this point. Like, um, if you see someone on the side of the road and you stop and you change their tire. Right. Um, you receive some sort of like utility from that. Like you did something good. You, you know, uh, you feel good about yourself. You're doing the right thing. All of these, mm-hmm. if you do that same action, the same person does that same action, but they receive some sort of compensation. Say the, the person who, after they, they, they change this person's tire says, Oh, thank you so much. Here's a hundred dollars for doing that there their value, their utility that they receive, the happiness they receive from the action actually decreases. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting like when you have extrinsic uh, motivators Mm -hmm. for something that you are doing for an intrinsic reason, it can actually demotivate you uh, from from doing the task. And this is also true I think of of open source software, but it's very true of the arts as well. Like why, why am I an artist? I'm doing it because not doing this to get paid i'm doing it because i love the craft now if i start getting paid then it gets a little like i'm not it's commercial it gets commercial so there is some tension there but i will say um i think that there is a way to thread that needle so that like artists and creators and community managers and participants in these networks uh are doing it for the art but they also have the ability to provide for themselves and their families through through this through this upside too. So, but I I not necessarily it doesn't necessarily look like just taking reddit and then suddenly turning karma and tokenizing karma and then you're done. Like that would just be a lazy implementation of it right. and I think would suffer from some of the problems that that you're talking about. We have to find some way to thread the needle of intrinsic and extrinsic motivations here.
1: Yeah, and and that experiment was actually more or less run by the Steam platform, Steamit. Um, right. Which was built on EOS. Yeah, back in the day. Yes. That's actually the only EOS thing that I ever ended up using. Uh, you it did was use Steemit. I did use Steemit, yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And the, the whole concept of Steemit was basically just like if you had your Steemit post upvoted significantly, you got your pr- pro rata share of the daily issuance of new Steam tokens. Uh, and it was during 2017, 2018, it was like vibrant and like. Uh, uh, like had just a lot of concentration of content uh, and it just kind of slowly died out with the bear market as you would expect because the value of the steam, it goes down. So the value of the incentive to post stuff went down, but also at the same time, like while it was vibrant, it was everyone trying to like, you know, get their game money the system. Yeah. It was everyone's trying to learn how to, how to, how do they gain the system as much as possible. Um, so like, you know, t- t- interesting experiment last way longer than I expected it to ne- never ended up uh, going anywhere well um, i do think
0: one unsolved thing uh and at the risk of of getting you back on the disco kick again which you might <laughs> be ready to do one one yeah. one one reason why this all may not be ready to go like overtake uh social media and mm. you know disrupt reddit and facebook and all of these things is because we don't have good identity like decentralized identity protocols like, Oh, you okay? There goes my coffee mug. <laughs> oh empty. no. The coffee mug with the microchip. With the chip, yeah. God. Sorry,
1: dude. I'm sorry for your loss. It's like obviously oh, no. broken. I'm gonna have huh? to go back back to basic ceramic mugs. Now. Oh yeah, like one of these right
0: here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sorry. Um Yeah, so uh what were we talking about? Uh you're about to get me on my disco kick. Disco kick, that's right. I was teen I was you up for that it could be the case that some of these things are too early until we have self-sovereign some sort of Mm -hmm. identity civil resistant identity system that's what i kind Mm -hmm. of worry about or you get the steam it uh problem of spam no Mm -hmm. you know reputational system people everyone trying to game the system these sorts of things what do you think
1: yeah yeah there's there's definitely a way for like literally every single website web web platform to hook into something like disco disco basically is Uh, Where Ethereum is your Ethereum, your Ethereum address is the place where you hold all of your assets, like your inventory in a game in an MMORPG, your Ethereum holds all your assets. Disco is like that, but your reputation is like a loot bag for things that you've engaged with. It's a protocol that's not yet out, right? It's coming out soon. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's more about the primitives and the concepts about what could be built. So just like... It's a a place to host your reputation in a way that's not on chain. And so you could go from like Reddit and you could take all of your Reddit karma and you could take all your Twitter likes uh, and you could put this inside of some sort of self-sovereign ID and you can uh, allow that data to be expressed into other platforms as they see fit. Uh, And so this just probably gives Web3 platforms a lot more optionality in how they want to Financially reward their users and it's really that optionality just giving these the giving many many tools in the toolbox to these web 3 Platforms that probably unlocks financial compensation in ways that are sustainable and precise uh, And intentional by their by their platforms,
0: you know I really enjoyed his story too of how he got into crypto, right? It's like he is funny uh, in 2011 when uh, he invested in coinbase through Y Combinator but really, the I think the self-sovereign store of value. He didn't care about Bitcoin. He didn't care about Bitcoin or the money, mm-hmm. it, or like the the money side of things, mm-hmm. um, I should say, and didn't actually get interested in it in, in crypto again until I feel like NFTs, you right. know, 2020, yeah. and you're just kind of like uh, in COVID, uh, like looking at kind of the digital world a lot more. And that's what brought him in. It was it was NFTs. It was it was not. This is almost similar to uh, Kevin Rose's story, um, which I, I find a lot of similarities between you know Kevin Rose and and uh, Alexis. And they were both entrepreneurs during that time. Dig and Reddit, and he didn't really get into into crypto deep. He didn't get crypto built until NFTs were a thing, and then he kind of saw it saw the experience mm-hmm. so that i think is why we're getting a lot of the the web2 builders interested is this whole nft thing and if you had asked me i guess when when was our first like big nft episode we did 18 months ago something like this yeah, uh, I, bet, I bet you it was less than that where we had jake and andrew yeah. steinwald on the, yeah, on the podcast and,
1: yeah um let me look that up while you think
0: and if if you had told me that nfts would be the thing that brings this whole new web to 2020 uh, september 2020 this whole okay so
1: yeah 18 months ago
0: web2 builder class into the space like that w- that would have definitely surprised me and it just happened like six months later how quickly yeah. these things happen and like yeah. even when you're in the space you can't necessarily see what the next killer app killer use case actually is going to be uh in advance you have inklings like this could pop this could pop this could pop But you don't like know exactly.
1: Um, I guess what came to my mind when he was telling that story about going on to the, the our Bitcoin subreddit is like, okay, so Alexis was presented with an investment opportunity. So what's the first thing that he goes and does? Uh, He goes and checks out the legitimacy and the viability of the community. Yeah, which is like basically commonplace right now in Web three. Like, what do you like? Here's a token. Let's go check out the community. Let's see what they're up to. Go to the and that was like Alexis's first inclination before Ethereum was even the thing. Before like there was that was Alpha back then. was huge. That was huge Alpha.
0: Look, yeah. if you don't believe if the self-sovereign money thing isn't like grabbing you and you're like, yeah, governments are going to stop this. And it was back mm-hmm. in you know 2011. But you have this entrepreneur who's like, no, I think it's going to be a thing. That's Brian Armstrong. Uh, how does he validate that? It used to be Alpha to go check out the subreddit. and it's like, Oh, there's mm-hmm. a community. OK, yeah, I want to write a check for this thing um that's that's no longer alpha though
1: is it like that's just no that's that's table stakes <laughs> table stakes <laughs> obviously well, this you is <laughs> this is just and like so many people have tapped into this this is a, a line that stuck with me out of Ralph paul who said communities are the next alpha yeah and he didn't mean alpha as in like maybe he did he didn't mean alpha as in like the edge but like uh the investing in online digital communities is how you get returns above like the ba- basal market rate, right? Like if you want to get, uh, if you want to invest in the next, in the frontier of financial investments, you're investing in communities these days. Everything, um, and so that's, that's because that's basically another iteration of just like, Oh, uh, the next investment sector is like going to be on the internet is going to be native internet stuff. And the internet knows no Geographic boundaries like you're not investing in sovereign bonds. You're not investing in the citizens of the United States You're investing in the members of online communities like whatever whatever however we draw these lines on the internet Which are not physical borders, but they are just tribes of similar shared values and shared interests that's the next alpha that's the next thing to invest in and that's what alexis Hohanian saw when he was like all right this bitcoin thing let's go check out this bitcoin community oh it's massive and vibrant and they're like probably all diamond handers like i'll probably invest in that that's exactly right
0: i think that's that that is the meta alpha of the episode is like Mm -hmm. what is the thing you should be looking for is communities to go by and now we didn't previously have the primitives financial primitives to um capture the value of communities right it's like this whole messy process imagine an internet native community trying to like Set up a Delaware C Corp, right? What does that even look like? And like, what if they're all scattered around the world? Or set up an LLC, and what am I going to be taxed as a partnership? Well, there's there's limitations how many partners you can have in the LLC. And well, I have this community with a thousand people. Okay, sorry, LLC doesn't fit that.
1: What do you Which do? one of the community yeah. members wants to put up their address as the
0: ownership Come of on, the LLC? Man. So what do we have instead? Tokens. and DAOs, contract addresses yeah contract addresses and it just makes so much more sense and now what you can you do you can invest in communities directly skip the lawyers skip the middlemen uh skip the the legacy financial system and just use uniswap and you're betting on communities if you're an investor for the next like decades to come the next decade at least like that's that's what you're looking for is what community tokens can i go buy that's what you're doing
1: hundred <laughs> percent no that's that's exactly right that communities are the next alpha
0: yeah um i guess maybe we um i mean, that's what bankless is we're just like discovering all of these communities there's like a bitcoin community the ethereum community uh, maybe that's what we've been doing this whole time david it's just like yeah. finding internet native communities um mm-hmm. anything else here you want to talk about
1: um uh i i don't, I, I don't know
0: why i said did i say 350 million dollars i knew it was 750 million dollars his fund um oh, i thought you said 500 i'm gonna that oh i don't even know what number i, I said but um but yeah it was wrong <laughs> we didn't ask the question of where did 776 come from which i'm still curious yeah. about
1: sadly didn't have enough time with him but i think alexis will be back
0: yeah he'll have to come back
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll, we'll uh We'll do something to get him back alexis plus kevin rose that'd be an awesome podcast Ooh, I'm that would be that.
1: great that would be great yeah now yeah. that they're kind Maybe of friends yet. i think we should just go send that email right now should we do that that'd yeah be perfect alexis and kevin rose yeah they're in my mind they're almost they're in the same like category of humans totally uh yeah. i wonder what they talk about reddit versus dig <laughs> which one's better <laughs> no they don't have beef oh. they're
0: friends now so um right mm-hmm. yeah i don't even know if they ever had beef but I guess that's the episode where we'd find that out. Pseudo beef. Yeah. That's all I got, man. Uh, Guys. Thanks for hanging with the debrief. Peace. See ya.